BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. John and Ken Show, John Cobalt and Ken Shampoo. It's KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Yeah. Is it still hot? That's 100. Oh. It was, it's even with 99 on the west side when I left. The whole way here is either 99 or 100. I remember, I did this a couple weeks ago. It just uh, shoots from highs in the 60s and 70s up to 90 to 100 and then back down. You know what I uh, did today? I uh, signed the George Gascon uh, recall petition. Oh, you finally did, yeah. Well, they had. Well, I, a, that, I just did that two weeks ago. I sent it. They had a table uh, set up in uh, front of the grocery store. Oh, you sure you trust it? This was a strange experience, though. Yeah. I went up there and I signed it, and um, he said, "The guy said, um, oh, we'll sign this this page here too, like the second page." And I start Damn. signing it, and I thought, wait a second, you only signed in one place. And he had other petitions underneath the Gascon one. Yeah, that's what they do. For right? for uh, other issues. What was it, did you see? I, you know, I don't, I, I started reading it, and I can't remember what it was. I thought, I thought, oh, okay, fine. But then he said, oh, wait, we have a third one. And, and then wait I read, what if it's raising taxes? What are you doing? Well, okay, one of them was raising taxes. And I yeah, stopped and I said, I don't Save like Save our the- schools. Well, yeah, here's, here's what's odd. He goes, you're the first person all day to read them. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we're doomed. And I said, I go, well. Because they don't care as long as they get their money. You don't care what the petitions say ideologically. No, no. Just- 
Well, that's what's funny. Really, John? He kept saying, help us out on this one. Help us out on this one. And these were all unrelated organizations. And I'm thinking, what are you, a member of all these organizations? No, he's just a hired. He's a paid signature right. gatherer. He's got no uh, affiliations. No, no. So I, I, I stopped. Just a mercenary. I stopped signing him. I, I signed maybe one more. Uh, and, and he says, you're, you're the first one to read it. And I said, well, you know, I, I have a radio show, so I know about this stuff. He goes, well, well, what station? I listen to the yeah. radio all day. I go, like KFI. Oh, you're John. Oh, all right. Well, that's hopeful, I guess. <laughs> oh, he was very excited. Oh, okay. He, he uh, listens all the time. And then he goes, he goes, you know, I was your Uber driver once. I go, what? Wow. <laughs> he goes, yeah, yeah. You guys got good careers going. <laughs> But there's a lot of Southern California people like this. They, they, they do these five jobs. Yeah. Yo, and and, he, now he and goes, I delivered your food once, and I <laughs> and uh, I he, he said yes. I, he goes, I think you, you had some liquor, so you were taking an Uber home. He goes, you had just moved into the area, meaning you know on the west side. Oh yeah. Right. I go. Uh, well, well, okay. Yeah, ago, I'm, yeah. I'm probably went out uh, drinking for dinner or something, and. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Glad you remembered it. Uh, it's a reunion. Of sorts. Yeah, right. Uh, I had no memory of the guy. But, I want to uh, know what you signed. You said you signed one other. Come on. Yeah. Uh, uh, now you're being irresponsible as the talk show host. Uh, uh, there was. There was. There was our so, listeners to do. There was something for kidney dialysis. The, there seems to be. Oh, is that a, back again? Do you remember that fight over dialysis with the union? Every year there's a petition for I, kidney I, dialysis. I heard that they're never going to give up. They want to unionize. I guess the workers or something. Remember that? They, it was something about ballot, like three straight times requiring a doctor to be present for a kidney dialysis. Oh. I don't. I don't think I signed that. And then, oh, one was a tax increase. They wanted to raise taxes by uh, two. <laughs> well, what do you know? What a shock! Yeah, they were like one point seven five percent tax increase on uh, anyone making two million dollars or more. And no. he goes, "No." He goes, "Help us out with that one." I go, "No, I'm not raising taxes on anybody. I'm not doing that." And and he made a pitch for each, each one of these things. And then then there was one about requiring one percent of the budget. To go towards um, 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 schools? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Get out of here. No, uh, they already uh, got half the budget. Art and music classes. Oh, in school. Oh, right. Wow. Which no. and and a lot of some of them were confusing. I, I and then there's a question of whether or not they're constitutional amendments, which means mm. we're never going to get rid of them. I said I don't even understand this one. It might, but now I was I was like really impatient, but I was trying to be nice to him. It's like I just wanted oh. one signature for Gascon, and I and it, but I, I was also curious how this whole system works, right? And it, it, because most people, everybody had signed the Gascon, right? That that yeah. page was completely full. The others, there were only one or two signatures. Most people after Gascon uh, weren't interested, right? Uh, but uh, yeah, that I mean, he gets money for every you know every. If I'd given him seven signatures, he would have gotten seven times whatever the fee is. Oh wow! Yeah, so I like the way he pretended he was yeah, part of all these organizations. Three dollars a signature now it might even be more than that. Yeah, right. No, so it's twenty bucks a person. Wow. But uh, but the Gascon uh, petition was very popular, even on the west side there. Oh, yeah. I saw them outside of Walmart near me about a week ago. There was nobody at the table. so But yeah. maybe they've already gotten there. Well, they have till July. But, yeah, we have to keep remembering that. Recall DAGeorgeGascon.com. I, I actually downloaded it and mailed it in. I hope that works. Yeah, that works. I did. I hope it works. I get it, and it's, it's fine or 
Yeah, I didn't collect any. I could have collected another signature, but uh, I was too lazy. <laughs> well, you don't know anyone anyway. I don't know anyone anyway, and I'd, I'd hate to go to my neighbors and try to discuss this, so I have no idea how they feel. Like, whose signature no would you get? No politics with my neighbors, right. No, it's just, oh, it's a, that's a cute dog. How are you today? <laughs> that's the extent of my conversation with, uh, with my neighbors, who, who, by the way, are all, like, really aging. My whole neighborhood is just, I mean, they're all older than me, if you can imagine that. And everybody here wants to age in place. So and I'm watching a lot of my neighbors hobble around with canes and walkers, and it's just they want to stay here and uh, they don't want to they yeah. want to live in their homes. And I remember wa- watching my parents' neighborhood go through that. All the people that I knew growing up, you know, yeah. all the other kids' parents that I remember, and then you know after I had kids and we'd go back to visit and I'd see the same people and they all looked haunted, yeah. Sta- still standing on the porch, except they were they were hunched over. <laughs> I had one neighbor, and I realized I had not seen him for months, so I asked another neighbor who knows him better, what happened? Oh, yeah, the daughter took him away. (laughs) She put him in a rehab facility in the valley. And I'm like, and he doesn't know this, but he's not coming back. Oh. So she was right. About a month later, they started moving everything out of the house, and the alleyway was full of stuff to give away, and that's the end of that. So, Yeah, well. He just he was he couldn't walk. Yeah, there comes a day where that that's what happens. You uh, hey hey, we're going for a ride. Oh, where are we going? <laughs> Your final well, home. I, I I think the trick is we're just going to get you some rehab. Just right. going to take a couple of weeks. That's right. You know, have a couple of therapists work with you, and you'll be fine and fit and, and uh, good as new, and we'll get uh, you back into your home. And when am I going I'm back home? on the couch? Uh, well, we sold your home. Um. Yeah, that's, that's what happened. We liquidated pulled the everything. rug out from, from under. There is no home, Dad. He's sitting there online looking at houses for sale. Wait, wait that looks familiar. Just uh, you, uh, you enjoy that uh, that card game. All right. Well, the crazy uh, big story this afternoon for those who shrug care is that uh, Will Smith cannot attend the Oscars for ten years. Oh no! I know. Oh, that's devastating. That's right. <laughs> Uh, there was a reportedly a contentious Zoom meeting to discuss possible sanctions against him, but he's allowed to keep the uh, the Academy Award he got. A contentious Zoom meeting for playing Richard Williams. What's that? But contentious. All, all these, there all was these, just some disagreement. Right? All these Academy weasels yelling at each other. <laughs> he cannot attend any Academy events or programs in person or even virtually. All right. Well, people are safe now, including but not limited to the Academy Awards, because you cannot slap anybody if you're not there. Right. You I mean, can't even slap them virtually. You can't. <laughs> Were yeah, they afraid I got a of that icon on my phone? It's a that, slap icon, and I use it on people. That he was going to smack somebody uh, on Zoom. I, I I don't know what uh, I don't even understand that, but um, but that's it. That appears to be all they did. Well, I mean, they they can't. I mean, he already quit the academy, so right. well, they can't waterboard him or anything. I mean, what else? That, is- of course, of course. What does this mean for those who are astute? And John Cobalt is not astute. No. No. Who hands out next year's Best Actor Award? Because that is the role of the previous oh, year's winner. Chris Rock should. Oh, that, that is a great idea. <laughs> Look at that. They should put you in charge. Chris Rock should come out and hand out next year's Best yeah, Actor they, they, Award actually, on they behalf should, of Will Smith. They should have Chris Rock host. That'll get him a rating for at least the first 10 minutes. Oh, and that'll drive Will Smith crazy. Yeah, yeah. they should have Chris Rock host. Yeah. How long will he spend? On, apparently, I've heard he just doesn't want to talk about it. No, he uh, he did that comedy show where he mentioned it for ten seconds and said I'm moving on, and he does not want to talk about it. So, I mean, you haven't they, seen him on any of the dopey late night talk shows. No, no, they, they, they the Academy though today singled him out, thanking him for his composure. 
<laughs> yeah, I would say it was composed. He made yeah. nothing of it. He kept going on with the show. Because I, 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 I kind of wished he had slugged Will Smith back. And then they would just tumble down tumble the stage the together, grappling, and then everybody else would have, would have dove in, and they'd be slamming chairs on their heads. Like that, nah, that would have been cool. That would have been an all-time melee. <laughs> and like, all a, the, uh, like a riot at a bar. See the actors in their beautiful gowns get <laughs> all right. messed up, and there's pies thrown. Spaghetti <laughs> <laughs> sauce. Whatever they have handy from the buffet. All right, uh, we got uh, more coming up. Uh, the El Segundo Times, let's see, how many reporters on this story? One, two, three, four. For a story to tell us that there's a Sacramento shootout from last uh, Sunday morning, uh, which apparently did involve uh, gang members, came out of the blue. They're shocked up there. They can't believe it. The gang intervention people. The gang intervention people That's are right. shocked. They thought they were making great progress, and there's something else they want you to know, too, about this particular incident it involved old gang members. So, you know, you shouldn't really call it a gang shootout. We'll get into it when we come back. John and Ken Show, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobell and Ken Shampo, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. These cards, where are they? What? He just said KFI's giving away gas cards, free gas. We are? <laughs> Am I in the room? Mm. Where's Joe Biden when you need him? I wasn't listening. I know. You're staring at something, right? Well, there, I guess there's screen. two baseball games on. Oh, it is opening day for a lot more teams, including the Dodgers. The yeah. Doyers. Right? Yeah. How are they doing? Uh, it's uh, two to two All right. in the fourth. Just tied the game with a single up the middle from Gavin Lux. The yeah. Duke of Sports. There you go. And then I got... Uh... Do- hey, Duke, what's the Tiger update? I haven't checked the, is, the leaderboard. Oh, in I thought he's on top of every sports story. He's close to getting cut, I heard. No, I heard that was impossible because he was only five off the lead. Uh, no, I heard he was a couple <laughs> of shots away of missing the cut. He is currently tied for 36th. Uh, a bad well, day. And he's had a bad round, hasn't he? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so. because he was one under par yesterday, which was pretty good. He's but. at plus three for the tournament and the projected cut is plus four. Oh, well, I see. That's a tough cut. Sorry, Tiger. So he's got to do plus four at this moment. Oh, well, then the, the then the rigging is going to happen because who's carrying this? CBS or USA or they're going to make sure he's there for the weekend ratings. Come on, they got to make sure he, he makes I know. the cut. I know because it's the such, numbers will be tremendous it, tomorrow and Sunday if he's still playing. It's such an inspirational story. I'm talking probably ten times the number of viewers. I'm not kidding you. Every few years, I mean, they yeah. said thirty thousand people showed up showed up to watch him practice the other day. Can you imagine that? Thirty thousand yeah. people just to watch him hit golf balls. <laughs> it's another one of those things about human nature that's puzzling, especially sports celebrities. It's incredibly, especially at this point. I mean, he's just got all these busted up body parts. Yeah, I know. He barely has a leg, right? And he almost lost his leg. Yeah. Yeah, I already said his issue was going to be if he could walk around all the holes. It probably hurts a lot. Maybe that affected him today, but three over isn't that bad. Uh, The shootout in Sacramento. I do remember when we talked about this Monday, the first reports. Remember this, John, that they thought it was a drive-by of some nature, that somebody Mm -hmm. in a car was shooting at people? But they've pulled back from that story, and they do believe that at least five people just took out guns and began firing into the crowd. Six died, 12 were wounded. It looks like one of the guys involved in the shootout died. Then we got the two brothers that have been arrested, Smiley Smiley, and Dandre Martin. 
And so far, we do not have, at least the last update I checked, murder charges yet. They've been arrested on gun violations and they have criminal records and all that stuff. And that's what they're being held on. And uh, there's a third guy who was arrested, but he's already been out on bail. But the El Segundo Times assigned a bunch of reporters to do a story about the gang intervention people in Sacramento who said this just happened out of the blue. They're shocked. They're stunned by the incident. (laughs) Well, why do they think they have their jobs? They have their jobs because gang members are violent psychopaths. And and so you're working all the time trying to... I don't have some moderating effect on their violent psychopathic tendencies. They're even questioning whether or not this really was gang related. You want to hear the explanation? (laughs) Yeah. Mervyn Brookins, who co-founded Brother to Brother, a violence intervention program in Sacramento, where one of the victims actually came from, said, you had one active gang group, the Crips, and you had some older guys that used to be bloods. It wasn't motivated by one gang having beef with the other gang. So I'm not really uh, sure I, I, I don't understand follow that. that. No, I don't. If it's uh, well, used to be bloods. He's trying to say, well, it wasn't active gang members firing at. They're always gang members. He I, thinks I mean, it was just two groups of men that just had a conflict, and it escalated. It, the gang affiliations may have been incidental. N- no, so maybe they didn't they, know that you the other. Jo- no, was a- you join a gang because you're a violent psychopath and you want to shoot people. That's why you join the gang. You know, people who are, are peaceful uh, join Buddhist monasteries. They want to go out in the garden and chant all day, right? Yeah. If you want to meditate and do yoga. When you're a violent psychopath and you think it's really cool to shoot people, you go one of two ways. You either join gangs or some criminal organization. And the other path is you get into <laughs> go to the military or get into police work. And you can uh, legally shoot people. The, and, uh, we have a few of those guys who uh, who go overboard. The rest of the story trots out so many of the old excuses we heard really back during the ugly days in the 1990s when gang violence had really escalated. And thank God we got smart and passed laws like three strikes and other tougher sentencing laws. But uh, another intervention worker said, well, you know, it's the time of the year where it's violence. It's gun violence flares up because the, the kids are out of school, I guess spring break. It's getting warmer. There are people more in gathering spots. Oh, but we, we wow, excuse, they excuse. Stop. It has nothing to do with the weather getting warm. The weather got gets warm every year in my neighborhood, and we don't have any of the kids in the neighborhood who start gunfights. What is brought, this? The weather is getting warm. And then he brought up the pandemic. Closed schools left kids with more time on their hands. Mentors couldn't meet with them. People close together have short tempers. What the hell? What's that got to do with anything? Well, we did have a lot of shootings back in 2020. And those were kind of the, the excuses we heard. Again, every, everybody had the same situation. And you didn't have gunfights breaking out uh, in, other, uh, in, in, in other parts of town. I know. I, I, did, I mean, 99.99% of people live life peacefully. And then the one-tenth of 1% who are psychotically violent, we get all, this, all these horse crap uh, nonsense excuses. No, you, you have evil. You have violence and evil, period. They're bad people. You can't redeem them. You can't intervene. They've got something wrong with them. It makes, it makes them crazy violent, and they enjoy it. And, and it, it gives them meaning in life to get involved in these uh, violent 
gunfire, uh, you know, shooting exchanges. So now with the mayor of Sacramento, and that city has become, wow, between the homeless and some uh, shootings. It's got a left-wing progressive mayor. Daryl Steinberg was one of the worst. He was out there yesterday asking for $3 billion for crime prevention from Newsom and the state. And I'm thinking... I don't care what you do if you get money for that. I have no problem with gang intervention, prevention programs, but I want to continue keeping people in prison. Stop with the prisoner releases. We found out that Smiley should have been held on to for five more years, one of the brothers arrested in the shootings. And and AP did a story on this, and they confirmed what Anne-Marie Schubert, the Sacramento DA, told us the other day. He got a long sentence for punching his girlfriend, dragging her from the home by the hair, whipping her with a belt. But under California law, oh, that's non-serious, non-violent. The only things that are considered violent felonies are murder, rape, arson, and kidnapping. Sorry, it didn't fall under that category. So he qualified for a bunch of good time credits and early release. They're bogus categories. Most people don't know that there's a whole slew of violent crimes that are considered non-violent. They don't know that. So they end up voting right. for Prop 57 because the headline on Prop 57 was uh, uh, release early release for nonviolent felons. And everybody goes, oh, well, that's just wonderful. It's probably drug crimes. And no, it's what? violent crimes that, that for some stupid reason, the legislature will not recognize as violent. And they took a look at the people that were in prison back when they were coming up with Prop 57. And they said, uh-oh. Uh, if if we seriously limit this to nonviolent, non-serious offenders, nobody's going to get out early. So we have to narrow this down to just murder. And by the way, rape, but not rape of an unconscious person. That's considered right. non-serious, non-violent. R- rape of a conscious person is violent. Right. But if you're unconscious, it's not violent. Right. Right, because there's no resistance. So they shifted it and they came up with their very narrow list of people that didn't you know, qualify for early release. It, and that led to where we are today. It, and by the way, we still have tens of thousands of people who could be released early under this Prop 57 it, Well, it, it's, it's a cult and the obsession of the cult is race. The whole driver of this is they don't want minorities jailed. And so they have come up with an elaborate set of uh, rules and guidelines and formulas to release almost everybody out of prison. And I really mean almost everybody because there's they, they released about 60,000 people already from the state prisons. And there's only 95,000 left. And under these new laws, 76,000 out of the 95,000 could be let go over the course of the next That's few years. That's hard to fathom. Right. So at the end of it, they will have released about 100 and 30, 140,000 out of the original 160,000. And, and it's all got to do with the obsession of skin color and ethnic background. It's got nothing to do, because how, how, could you, how could you declare violent crimes nonviolent? How do you give two, th- I read today they've got a new formula. They're pushing to give two thirds off. For good time credits. Two-thirds off. That's what Anne-Marie Schubert said the other day. They're turbocharging the credits. Yeah. And because they want to meet those numbers of released and, inmates. And people voted for Prop 57, but they thought they were just letting out some nonviolent felons. The law was worded vaguely, and it gave the Department of Corrections carte blanche to come up with any whack job formula they wanted. They didn't... They didn't um, 
they didn't advertise that Prop 57 was going to reduce sentences by two-thirds of its original time. They didn't right. say that. They made those formulas after it passed because the law said the California uh, Corrections Department you know, has discretion basically to take off as much time out of anybody's sentence outside of those four categories you mentioned, the rape and murder and all that. All right. All right. So, we got more. I mean, it's, it's a total scam. Uh, more coming up. John and Ken Show. John Cobell and Ken Shampoo. KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right. A lot to come on the show today. Of course, we'll bring back the Moist Line people in the 5 o'clock hour. And we do have hacks for the dumpster. How about that? We have selected a couple of politicians to throw in there in about three hours from now. After three o'clock, we'll get an update on food inflation. Another ugly report has come out, and the whole thing between Ukraine and Russia is not helping when it comes to the world food supply. So we'll check in with ABC News about that. We had talked about at this time yesterday the strange story out of Washington, D.C. of these two men uh, who were impersonating federal agents. Hader Sher Ali, 35 years old, and Arian Tehezerdeh, 40 years old. And what they were doing, they were telling people that they were employed by the United States government as Homeland Security officers. They ingratiated themselves to some Secret Service agents and started gifting the Secret Service agents, including free apartments and cell phones and other gifts. And... It was really an accident that they caught these two guys because they were investigating an assault on a postal worker in this apartment complex where these free apartments were giving out. And I guess when they interviewed these two, their stories didn't add up. And then they identified themselves as federal agents. And a quick check was like, well, no, they're not. So then they got uh, a warrant to raid the apartment. And wow, the stuff they found in addition to weapons, all sorts of visas and IDs, and we haven't learned a lot more, although one of the two guys has been speaking. And what we found out is that um, one of them has connections to Pakistani intelligence. And it looks like his travel included a few visits into and out of Iran, which is a bit troubling because that's a pretty hostile country. Oh, yeah, these, these guys are spies. These guys were working for Iran or Pakistan or one of those uh, other uh, questionable countries, and uh, they're not. These are these are countries that are not our friends. And it looks like they were getting close to people with White House access, including Secret Service agents assigned to both Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and Jill Biden. Right. And I wonder if they were compromising these Secret Service agents in order one day. To say, hey, can we get a tour of the White House? Hey, can we get uh, access to maybe some kind oh, of a reception, some, sort of some kind of an VIP, event? Right. right. And, and so the Secret Service would say, hey, these are our uh, friends from the Department of Homeland Security. They're agents. And they just they, they, they wanted to uh, watch. Uh, they wanted to watch how we secure an area. They wanted to see what our procedures are. You see? And would they, they get in with guns because they're claiming that they're Homeland Security officers and they yeah, carry right. their guns everywhere? And right. then what? And, and then what? And then take out the, the Bidens. Could that really be where this goes? I think it goes in that direction. There's obviously they're spies. They're not just two goofballs 
Messi. And they did this for 18 months. Yeah. This was a long-term plan that they had. And I guess they realized to really get the full confidence, maybe of these Secret Service agents, we got to carry this on for a while. That's why Secret Before we carry out whatever the plan is. Secret Service agents are banned from accepting any kind of gifts from anybody. Because yeah. you do not want Secret Service agents compromised in any way. You don't want them blackmailed in any way. You don't want them uh, giving access to undesirables because, hey, if you don't let me uh, in that building, then uh, everybody's going to know about uh, your prostitute issue or your drug issue or the presents that I gave you, the money that I gave you. Right. You, you just you got to you got to be you got to be completely squeaky clean. And these guys, uh, these Secret Service agents, are bad news. Well, at least one of the Secret Service agents getting the free rent was assigned to the detail protecting Kamala Harris's residence at Number One Observatory Circle and the Naval at the Naval Observatory, and another was on the Joe Biden presidential protective detail and regularly traveled with Biden on Air Force One. So there, they went right to the top. I mean, Secret Service agents do a lot of duties, but they were going after. Uh, one agent that was with the Kamala Harris detail and one on the Biden detail. And the one that I said is talking uh, is claiming that the other one came up with all the money and, and made all the gifts. Uh, uh, to Hezardah stated that the other guy, Ali, had obtained the electronic access codes. This is to the apartment. And he got a list of all the tenants in the apartment complex. And he's the person that funded most of our day-to-day -day operations. And, and he claims, I don't know the source of the funds. And uh, in this in this uh, memo, Teherzada admitted that he offered to provide a Secret Service agent with an assault rifle, free apartments to two agents for a year. He provided a doomsday bag, a generator, flat screen television, two iPhones, a drone, a gun locker, a Pelican case, and a mattress to agents and officers of the Secret Service. Um. And it Very said strange. that that uh, Teherz, I can't say the name Teher. <laughs> yeah, it's like Teherzadeh. Teherzadeh was charged in July 2013 with strangulation, <laughs> resulting in a wounding, and one count of assault and battery on a family member. And it was uh, his wife. Oh. And uh, so I, you know, I It seems like he. They were connected to some kind of foreign spy agency. Yeah, is they, the way I'm looking at this. One of them traveled through uh, Qatar a few years back, and then he returned from Istanbul, Turkey. So they've been to parts of the world where things are a little, uh, uh, a little dicey. Yeah, and, uh, it, and you know they could have been the the advanced scouts for a bigger mission too. Well, remember how many of the 911 uh, hijackers were here for years in advance, and they were taking right. flight lessons. And they were, uh, you know, uh, rehearsing simulations. And also, they were trying to convince Washington, D.C. Metro Police Department that uh, they were working for the government. Everybody they ran into, they looked official. They just kept trying to convince them. And they they pulled they this off for, for two years, which is Another really... guy said he was a former U.S. Army <clears throat> Ranger. I mean, how did, how did they know that the Secret Service agents would take all their gifts and not report them? How are they confident that, oh, these guys are not going to uh, rat us out? Because that way you get more gifts? I don't know. I, 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 no, but I'm, I mean, I, you, have, you can't just randomly pick Secret Service agents. You have to know which ones are going to play along. 
And they also found among their items a binder with information on residents in this apartment complex called Crossing DC, which includes many real federal agents. So they really, it just says some high-end real estate company owns this, but they really tapped into the records there. Mm-hmm. And, and this whole idea of the free rent is still kind of a mystery because um, the only response we heard the other day is that, well, because they work for the government, they got to stay there for free. And that would include the Secret Service agents. But yeah. I don't really, you know what? Yeah, maybe somebody with the company is in on this. That's what I think they need to, probably they are taking a closer look at. Yeah, no, there's they're, they're, they're some big story lurking. They, they, they figured out the what, what they did, but the why is, is still a public mystery. There, right. There's got to be a strong reason because to keep these two going, there has to be a lot of m- money behind them. And there has to be a lot of rehearsal. There has to be a lot of training because they, they, they're very good at fooling everyone they came into contact with, including people who should be trained to be on the alert for this sort of thing. Because the only alternatives are that these are two guys that just enjoyed playing dress up and looking official, but then where'd they get all this money and gifts that they no, gave out? No, you, you don't, you, there, there, there's always a payoff. There's always some reason that guys like this are doing it. All right. We got more coming up. John and Ken KFI. John and Ken show, John Cobell and Ken shampoo. It's KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, coming up after 3 o'clock, we'll get the latest grim news on food inflation. It is really, really affecting consumers around the world, and the uh, fighting between Ukraine and Russia is not helping. We'll give you the updates with ABC News right after the top of the hour news here on the John and Ken Show. Yesterday at this time, we talked about the Fox attacks in Washington, D.C. Remember that story where a congressman actually was bitten by a fox who turned out to have rabies. Mm. And they only determined that by killing the female. It was rabid, yes, but protecting her kits, her little fox babies. And uh, now that doctor and uh, several other people that were bitten have to have rabies shots, a series of rabies shots. And John Cobelt made a statement on the John and Ken show, which is wrong. What's that? What's the statement you made? Do you remember? That there's uh, nobody survives the rabies? Correct. We had a survivor. A listener sent the story. It was from 2008. So I looked her up. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. I looked her up. Yeah. (laughs) There was an updated story last year. She is alive and well. Her name is Gianna Geese. She was eight years old when she was bitten by a bat. And she survived becoming the first person ever known to have survived the virus without receiving a preventative vaccine. Her name is pronounced Gisi, uh, Gianna Gisi. She's the only uh, one. She is, but you were wrong. There is one. There is one. Right. Okay. Right. I'd never uh, heard of her. I know. This is I'd... Scientific American, but it was backed up by a local TV station. I believe with her last year. I believe year, it. Most sources. She's will... now like in her 30s. Because this happened in 2000 and does it say the year 2000? Well, does it say how this could have happened? How what could have happened? How she could have gotten rabies and not died? It does. It does. But it took what at the time and maybe still today is not necessarily a proven thing. They put her in an induced coma. And apparently her body fought off the infection. It may have been helped because she was young and maybe strong. I don't know. Um... It's, it says in this story, this story is really old. I didn't look up this woman's name, that there is another a child who was put into a coma 
and her symptoms appear to be on hold. This actually happened in California. But, but we'll concentrate on this uh, young girl and what happened to her. Apparently, uh, it looks like it was in the year 2000. Uh, anyway, um, it says here that Gisi, uh, and she was actually a keynote speaker at a conference to tell people about uh, the miracle. She was 15 when she was infected. I thought she was eight, but she was 15. She was bitten by a rabid bat she had picked up outside her church in her hometown in Wisconsin. Her parents cleaned the wound, says they did not believe it was necessary to seek further medical treatment. We never thought of rabies, they said. By the time she began displaying signs of rabies three weeks later, fatigue, double vision, vomiting, tingling in her left arm, it was too late for the anti-rabies vaccine cocktail. So instead of giving her up for dead, the doctor shut the brain down and the quote here is, they waited for the Calvary to come by inducing a coma to give her own immune system time to build up antibodies against the virus. A doctor and an infectious disease specialist, they treated her at Children's Hospital of Wisconsin in Milwaukee. This doctor named Rodney Willoughby devised the treatment credited with saving her, which has become known as the Milwaukee Protocol. Rabies kills by compromising the brain's ability to regulate breathing, salivation, and heartbeat. Ultimately, victims drown in their own spit or blood. Oh. Oh, no. Or cannot breathe because of muscle spasms in their diaphragms. One-fifth actually die from fatal heart arrhythmia. Doctors believe that this young girl uh, would survive if they suppressed her brain function by sedating her while her immune system attacked the rabies virus. This was the first time the therapy was attempted, and doctors had no clue if it would work, but it did. However, I will say this from the updated story. After she woke from the coma, she couldn't do anything. She couldn't talk. She couldn't sit. She couldn't stand. She said that she had to start completely over again. They also did give her antivirals and some other medications. And uh, after a week, tests showed that her immune system was beginning to battle the virus. For about six months after awakening from the coma, doctors also gave her a compound of other drugs that seemed to approve her speech and her ability to eat. And they gave her a supplement after tests showed that she had a deficiency of one of the compounds to boost uh, parts of her uh, system and, and it, her neurotransmitters. So they were necessary to help her perform motor speech and other routine bodily functions. But she did survive and recovered most of her cognitive functions within a few months and the rest of her skills within a year. And she is alive today, because I told you I just looked at a story from last year where the interviewer, where she still speaks about this. There were some lingering signs that she uh, lists to one side. She used to be a big athlete when she runs and walks. Mm -hmm. She no longer plays some of the sports. She does speak a little more slowly and maybe not quite as clearly but they think that even that will fade over time. And I think in the updated story, that is what happened. Well, rabies has an incubation, an incubation period of two weeks to three months and kills within a week after the symptoms show up. The vaccine series and other immune therapies are useless at this point, and they could even speed up and increase the severity of the symptoms. You have to get the first shot with it, I think, within 24 hours. Yeah, so again... you got to go to the hospital, emergency. You get bit by any weird thing. Don't fool around. Um, usually patients are just made as comfortable as possible, but you're right, John. 
uh, it's an agonizing death. Oh, it's it's one of the most horrific deaths because right. you know outside of this uh, one induced coma situation, um, everybody else that never got treatment. Yeah, in fact, it says here this story I'm reading from is from 2008. But um, they did try the Milwaukee protocol in a number of other cases, but she still was the only survivor. So it's not a surefire way to bring somebody back from rabies if they were too late for yeah, the shot. She did lucky she had a very strong immune system. Yeah, the well, doctor did. who did this said it was an aggressive intensive care we did. Of course, the decision to sedate her and just 10% sheer luck. Can't really explain completely how this worked, but it worked. There you go. So there's one person on the planet that survived rabies. Yeah, well, now I should look up the other girl, but I... Maybe there's two. I told you at the beginning... Of the, well, the story's from 2008, but there was a California girl that they were trying this on, but uh, I'd have to do some more research to see what happened to her. Now I'm looking at the story from last year. Um, this is a Wisconsin TV station who interviewed her in 20. 20- 21. Does she get a visit every five years from the media to see if she's still alive? Well, you know, you made the big statement yesterday. No one survived. And I guess uh, because you are the only survivor. Right. Uh, I'm just trying to see in this story if they mentioned that this has worked for anybody else besides her. But it's a lot about her recovery and her life now. And uh, she's actually got a husband and three kids now. Hmm. Yeah. She survived wow. all this. Boy, that, I mean, she, she, she's like the, one of the luckiest people in the world. Yes. Isn't it weird to be maybe the only survivor ever of a disease? Because uh, she happened to be, she had doctors who were willing to try this, uh, this experiment. Right. And act, they actually pulled it off. Wow. Yeah, it was 15. And like I said, when she said she came out of the coma, I, I felt like a newborn. I couldn't do anything. It was a real learning yeah. process to come back. All right, when we return, we'll get the grim news on inflation involving the food you eat next. John and Ken show Deborah Mark has news. KFI AM 640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 
Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.